so you don't get buyers you know the sellers hopes up and then comes crashing down because you don't have enough of a loan to to pay so or to to buy the house so let me, let me just offer that here to you get pre-approved first before before you start looking for houses that are maybe a little outside your budget speaking from experience yeah, because it just happened. We thought maybe we would get the house sold, and then uh, it came crashing down with the thud. So we're back to square one. Kelsey's in St. Cloud with Noah. Brophy and I are manning the house. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun for all ages, that's for sure. So that, that's just a little bit of uh, friendly advice here for you. But this is... We were close. We close were, to a deal on the trade deadline. They said, nope, we, uh, we can't do it. Yep. Yep, I, uh, I don't know... Some of the, the the trades that almost went through or not, but uh, if, if probably feels like one of those. So uh, let's just start. Uh, this is the, the mainly the the MLB trade trade deadline edition of the Sports Block podcast. And uh, let me just ask you: Did it live up to the hype? Um, no. Is it because the Twins didn't do as much as we would have maybe liked them to do? No, I, I think the Twins they did fine. They did what they needed to do. Um, Grinky, if, if Grinky doesn't happen, then there's really nothing that happened. Well, that was really good. Like well, 20 minutes past the I, deadline. I, I would say that uh, that Strowman going from the Blue Jays to New York and not the New York team that everyone expected wow. is somewhat uh, significant because it just makes you scratch your head wow. and say, what the hell are the Mets doing? I would say with the Mets, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to begin with. I don't think they gave up a whole hell of a lot. They gave up like their fourth best prospect and their sixth best prospect, both were pitchers. Yeah, I think sixth and seventh top. is what Keith Law or um, or Buster yeah. only had said. Jeff well, Passan. Top ten prospects for the Mets, but they're not they're not top one hundred prospects. They're two pitchers. Mm-hmm. I expected the Blue Jays to get more for Strowman than that. Twins and all these other teams. It's like, what did Toronto not know that they wanted some dudes, or what? Why did they take that Mets offer? For the Mets, I can understand it. From they have Zach Wheeler, who uh, probably won't be back next year, so they have an open spot. They can get a guy. Free agency's not going to be real good this season. Um, you got Garrett Cole, and besides that, you got Bumgarner, and not a whole hell of a lot out there. So, if you wanted a pitcher. Free agency is kind of going to be kind of tough this this winter. So, so in that aspect, that was so. So let, let me ask you. Okay. Let me ask you this: If they expect, if the Mets expect Wheeler to be gone after this season, then why the hell didn't they trade him? Yeah, they should have. I mean, a lot of these teams, the Giants traded a lot of guys. The Giants traded a lot of bullpen guys, but they didn't trade their top two guys. Will Smith, partner. Yep. And Will Smith. Like, if you're going to trade these guys. You may as well do it. And they're like, well, how can we trade Bumgarner? It's Bruce Bochy's last year, and he's won three World Series with us, and we're making a run now, and we're to 500. And they're not making the playoffs. They're just not fucking making the playoffs. They're right. just not. They're still two and a half games back. They're not better than Washington or the Cubs or the Brewers or fucking two, three other teams. They're just not. So, they kind of went halfway in, halfway out. They traded away some relievers. Marco Anson went to Atlanta. Sam Dyson went to the Twins. Pomeranz went to the Brewers? Yeah, they didn't pull the trigger on their two biggest assets. So, 
uh, I don't like what the Giants did. It didn't make any sense. Is that be? It, did they not trade him because the offers weren't good enough? I think they want to give it a run here. And if you give it a run, fine. Let's say you get in that wild card game. Okay, you're gonna play the Dodgers. Like, who knows what's gonna happen? It's clear to me that Arizona is not in it. In Arizona, they made some moves, but they pretty much sold. Yep. There were some other guys from Arizona I would have liked. Including a minor leaguer for a minor leaguer deal with the Miami Marlins. Yeah. Uh, this is Zach Gallen. They got a pitcher from the Marlins who's, who's pitching against, against the Twins last night. did very well. And they got him. I'm like, that's the guy was, you know, that's somebody I would have been interested with the Twins. And that's somebody that I don't know why Miami got rid of him. Because um, he's pitched well. He's had seven or eight starts. His ERA is under three. He's pitched well. So there were a lot of teams that didn't pull the trigger. The Mets didn't pull the trigger on it. If you want to keep Sinner guard, I understand. He's, yep. he's pretty good. Right here is Zach Wheeler. By all means, get rid of fucking Zach Wheeler. Um, the Giants are getting rid of Bumgarner. And then you've got the Reds taking on Trevor Bauer, which again is another, like, what what are we doing here? Right. You're, you're not good this year. You're not you're not making the playoffs this year. Uh, he's arbitration eligible, so we'll get like twenty million dollars in arbitration this offseason, then he'll become a free agent. You can always trade him next year. Mm-hmm. They give up their best prospect, like a top 20, 25 prospect to the Padres. I think Cleveland Cleveland did great, I thought, in that trade. Well yeah. Yeah, yeah they they really yeah. did because they also get Fresnel from uh uh, what Fresnel Reyes or something from San Diego? I mean, that's they they yeah. you know this is a team that's been offensively challenged throughout the year, yeah. and yeah. they sacrificed some pitching, but they got some good return in those bats. And honestly, Cleveland was in one of those precarious situations where what are they going to do? Are they going to buy? Are they going to sell? I mean, this was a this was an odd situation for them, but they've gained a lot of ground on the Twins, and. They made more, much more of a bold headline-making move, or moves, I should say, than the Twins did by adding to their bullpen. Even though I like what they got uh, from Miami with, um, you know, what was it Romo? Romo. Ro- Sergio Romo. So I'm sorry, yeah, Sergio Romo. Um, this Dyson guy from the Giants. I'm not entirely sure about him. His stats look pretty decent. So they, they've obviously helped the bullpen. That's what we were expecting. I get, just don't know if they were the names that we maybe thought. But the Indians certainly, I think, did a lot more for themselves, positioning themselves for a significant run in the maybe at the division title. But certainly, uh, they're they're gu- they're gunning to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're they're, they're pitching. Kluber's coming back. When he broke his arm or whatever, there a couple months ago, mm-hmm. kind of come back or so. It's not ligaments or an arm, it's a broken arm, so we'll see how that goes. We've got Carlos Karowski, who's got leukemia, who may come back. They have Danny Salazar, who hasn't pitched in over a year, and he's pitching tonight. So, their bullpen's good. Their starting pitching has a lot of names. Mike Clevenger's really good now. But they got rid of Bauer, and they've got a lot of question marks with, are these guys going to be healthy? And if they're not, then they're screwed. Yep. So if, if Kluber can't come back and pitch like he, like we know Kluber can pitch, then playoffs. I mean, it's uh, that AL wild card. You got, I think, you know, four teams up for that. And it could be any of those four teams. And we know so, that wow. the their schedule gets uh, a lot more challenging 
The Twins yeah. have a lot of games against the White Sox, Tigers, and Royals left, so that certainly helps. Um, so yeah, I, and then of course they get Yasiel Puig in this deal with the Reds. So I, I kind of like that. Uh, you know, for the Reds, you know they trade Rourke to Oakland. So the Reds are kind of in a, like a, a weird place. Like, what the hell are they doing? I think you could say the same thing about them as you could the New York Mets if you want to include the San Francisco Giants in there. Be my guest. Um, you know, I I just don't really understand what Cincinnati was really trying to get in all this. And I do think you know there was some talk last night after the Bauer trade got down, got done. That San Diego maybe come may come out as the big winners in this with the prospect that they got. Well, I like Fran Mel Reyes. A lot of power. He can be a 40 home run guy. He's a DH, I guess. So he was in the wrong league. Terrible off, uh, terrible defense in the outfield. So he probably fits better in the American League with Cleveland. He can be a DH mm-hmm. and hit your 40 home runs, which they need. Tweak's uh, okay. Tweak's okay. Um, with with San Diego, they got rid of Reyes, who I really like. They got rid of uh, Logan Allen, who's a pitcher. It was a, a, a prospect of some notes. I mean, San Diego, they're just loaded uh, with prospects. But they can afford to give them away. I guess they're giving away a couple of guys for this uh, Trammell, Taylor Trammell outfielder guy for Cincinnati, hoping that he can be better than both of them. And, and they do need a center fielder in San Diego, but he's still a couple of years off. It sounds like he's, he's really the, good, though. Uh, he's struggling this year in double A. So we'll see if he can maybe turn things around next year. But he's at least, I would say, at least a couple of years out. This is kind of a lost year because he's uh, he's at like 240. So maybe you know, they, they went in for somebody who they hope is better than what they gave up. So it was an odd trade. You don't see through many three-way trades in baseball. Right. Uh, Braves did a lot of bullpen moves. Washington uh, did a lot of bullpen moves. Uh, Fangraphs website out there, they are... They make the argument that Sam Dyson, who the Twins got, was the best reliever traded today. Is it because of uh, what they gave up? Because certainly it doesn't no, sound like the Twins, the, the prospects that the Twins gave no. were not even in the top 30 in their system. No, they didn't get rid of anybody. Uh, note to, to the Giants, uh, an Asian pitcher, some other um, some other pitcher, 19, 18 years old, got rid of a Double A, Triple A outfielder having a great year with 25 home runs, but hasn't really shown that power. So I guess I credit that to the change in the baseball, since Triple A is now using the Major League Baseball, and obviously that's juiced. Yep. So you're seeing some increased numbers in Triple A. So they didn't give up anything, and they get Sam Dyson for next year too. Yep. So he's not just told. And, that, I mean, and that's the that's the key. You know, I think even Romo yep. is. Uh, Ramo is is he a free agent after this year? I thought maybe he was in twenty twenty as well. He's older. He's thirty six. He can be a if he does well. He can sign him. If not, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they got a prospect back. They got a pitcher back with with Romo. They gave up the first baseman. Yep. Uh, Luis Diaz, Luis Diaz. Who was again? A lot of these guys. Uh, he's a guy that they gave up because. They would have had to have put him on the 40-man roster next year, and that may not have happened. So they get rid of him instead of losing him. That's kind of the philosophy behind that. So I thought they did well. They got two bullpen guys. That's what we thought they would do. 
And Romo's been good. Sam Dyson's been excellent. His whip is under one. He's been really, really good. So those guys just do what they've done so far. Got Taylor Rogers. They're in, they're in good shape. The, you mentioned the Braves bolstering their bullpen. Uh, say that five times fast. But uh, um, they get Shane Green from the Tigers. The Dodgers were in on Green as well. And a, a lot of people believe that if Green had gone to the Dodgers, that they would have almost solidified themselves as the NL favorites and maybe the World Series favorites over the likes of you know the Yankees and Astros and, and whatnot. But now that the Braves get him, how do you, and, and the Braves added some other pieces as well to their bullpen to really help in the, help there. Are the Braves now the favorite in the NL, or do you still think that it goes through L.A. and the Dodgers? Dodgers are the favorite. Shane Green here, he's like near one, low one. Yeah, it's very good. I don't see, I don't, I don't see that sustaining. I see him not doing that with the Braves. So, Braves did some things, Washington did some things, yeah. Dodgers did a Moves. Nationals, I think, acquired three bullpen guys. So, I mean, especially with uh, Max Scherzer going on the IL for a little bit here, they need all the help that they can get to because they're, you know, leading in the wild card right now. I think Washington's got a pretty good chance. They're still they still have a chance in the division, though. Uh, them and the Phillies are what like five and a half, six and a half games back of the Braves at this point. So Phillies. They needed some bullpen help. They got a couple of these twins guys that they got rid of last couple of weeks. So they signed Blake Parker. So good riddance to him for first sake. <laughs> oh, man. Think of that. man. Just think of that. How bad. I'm glad. They, it was a Tuesday night. They were playing that crazy game against the Yankees. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, okay. yes. Oh, you're talking the twins. Oh. Yeah, we yeah, uh, what was it, 13-12, that crazy Yeah, that's, game. yeah, that, oh, God, that was, that just made me so mad. So mad. Early game, American baseball, and they thought they were going to do it, and then now they come back, and then it was a very exciting game. Would you contend that's fun? the game of the year? I would, yeah. Two very good teams, two of the five best teams, and just the back and forth, and because I know, I know, I think it was Dave Schoenfeld on uh, on uh, from ESPN.com had mentioned that the Twins Red Sox game that went what 17 innings stuff yeah. that that was in that was a play, that was a game of the year at that point. But certainly this Yankees Twins game tops that. Yeah. Like that Boston game, that there was a lot of like nothing happened in extra innings because it's 17 innings. They went four, five, six innings. Nothing happened. But this this Twins Yankees game, this was. This was fantastic. Mm-hmm. This was, this, it was um, probably the best baseball game I've ever seen was that. I think it was game five of the World Series two years ago in Houston between the Dodgers and the Astros. And yep. Probably the best baseball game I've seen. This was like a version of that where Twins had a good lead, like 8-2, to 8-3 to three in the fifth, sixth inning. 8-2 in the Yankees fifth, come, yep. Yankees come back, and then the Yankees take the lead, and Twins take it, then the Yankees take it. And so now... He hits a couple home runs. He hits a eight-inning home run. You're like, all right, that's it. We got Taylor Rogers coming in, two outs, and that asshole Hicks hits a home run. Yep. And then uh, Chapman, he gets he, he was terrible, and Twins get a run without a hit. Thirteenth inning, here we go, and thirteen, thirteen, here we go. Now, that catch by Hicks, though, because if if Hicks doesn't make good. that catch, the Twins win that game. That they, they do it without yep. a doubt. 
it's a very good catch with eyes. I, I, I think I saw like a 70% catch probability, so it's, it was a very important catch, and then it, it won that it ended the game. Um, it, was, it was a good catch. It was a very good catch. Very mm-hmm. good catch. Greatest catch I've ever seen, no. Best catch of the season, no. But it was a very good catch. So that was a great game, I think. If they won the first game, they lost the, the, the last two. That middle one could have went either way. Yep. I think they've proven. I think they're probably going to play the Yankees now in, in the first round. They've proven that they can they can bash with the Yankees. They yep. can go toe to toe with New York, and they can out hit them. Yep. Um, those those two teams right there are going to hit more home runs than any other teams have ever hit. And they're going to break the record. And the Yankees are going to be number two. Yep. And break the world record they set last year. So it should be a hell of a series. Mm-hmm. And they're. Yankees starting pitching, I'm not too crazy about it. It sucks. It's, it's been terrible since the All-Star break. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, the Twins have at least... What was the weakness for them in that Yankees series? And what's been the weakness for them really for the last you know, month or so? Has been an inconsistent bullpen. Well, what have the Twins done? They get Romo. They get Dyson. They bolstered their bullpen. They've gotten rid of the weak spots. They have... They have really helped themselves where they need it most. The Yankees, what did they do? Nothing. They sat. They were eerily quiet on this trade deadline. Uh, it, it was just, it's really weird. You, you normally don't see that from the Yankees. And by the way, Didi Gregorius was absolutely fantastic in that uh, second game. What, he had, went like 5-for-5 five five with like seven RBI? I mean, it was just incredible. He was fantastic in that game. So... I don't know. I, I, I think that that, I think the Yankees, it's just, it's a mental thing more than anything. But certainly, I think the Twins now have has shown this year more than in previous years that yeah, even though we went two and four against them this year, the other games they were close. We can we can we can hang with this team, and. Uh, yeah. And we'll and we'll see what happens there. Certainly, and we're thinking maybe that the Yankees are going to be now the the team that the Twins play because the the Houston Astros made the splashiest move of free age, uh, of the trade deadline late. It was a very late trade, a late acquisition. But they get Zach Granke from the Arizona Diamondbacks for four prospects. I haven't seen who the prospects are yet, or like what you know, and just how good of prospects these are. I would imagine they're fairly significant because you don't give up a good pitcher like Zach Granke like that. But between him and Verlander, and what you got Garrett Cole in there, this Ast- the Astros are saying, yeah, we we are back. We, we want to win this again. People are giving them the World Series. People think it's going to be Dodgers-Astros. Boo. Boo. I mean, it might be. They played a great series. If that's a series, then I'll, I'll have a lot of fun watching that because those are the two best teams right now. So but we'll see what happens. Injuries happen. Weird things in baseball happen. But, yeah, Astros are going for it again. They gave up, like, their fourth, fifth, sixth, and maybe 12th best prospect. They gave up quite a bit. Now they're top two guys, but they gave up quite a bit. So, yeah, Arizona got some... Got some hitters back. Got a pitcher coming off of Tommy John, so we'll see how he does. But a lot of money there, and they're paying for about sixty, uh, two thirds of the two thirds of the money. So about twenty-five to thirty million a year these next couple of years, plus other monies down the road. So 
they're going for it. Yankees didn't do anything. Boston didn't do anything. Twins just did what they had to do. Cleveland's not good enough, so yeah, this is all Houston's Houston's to lose. I mean, other league, it's, it's the Dodgers to win. So be. I'm just seeing a quote here from Garrett Cole. He said that the players learned of the deal uh, at 4.07, and there was a lot of hooting and hollering. We are ecstatic. We're getting a Hall of Fame pitcher, a craftsman. Uh, now, let's pump the brakes here. Zach Greinke's not a Hall of Fame pitcher, is he? He's close. Is he really? I, I thought he was just a very good pitcher. I didn't think he was Hall of Fame worthy. Him and CC Sabathia, they're about the same. Okay. They pitched for a long time. They've won Cy Young. They've won a Cy Young Award. They're both very good. And Granke's older, and he's still very good. Then you just look at his numbers. You look at what he did with the Dodgers. The three years he was with the Dodgers. I mean, shit. Here he's probably around two. For three years. I mean, he's been good for a long, long time. So, I mean, yeah, you could easily make the case that he's a Hall of Famer. And uh, okay. if the Eagles are in the World Series, and maybe pitches a big game here or there, that can only help him. So, yeah, him and Sebastian, I guess, would be the two guys. And, Ver, I mean, Verlander is the Hall of Famer. But those other two would be guys that you look at. And, like, well, you could see them in there. So, And let's see. Just looking, how, how long do, do the does Granky's deal go? Looks like two it's for years. quite a while. Two, two more. Okay. So, I mean, the Astros are positioning themselves to, um, to be in the, you know, I don't know, to, to be world, to win another world series here or be at least a world series contender over the next two or three years. Then here Cole's a free agent. So we'll see where he goes. You got Verlander and you got Granky next year. And they're both in their upper thirties, 35, 36, 37. They're so very good. So you've got those two guys. It's really the only two guys that you can say for sure that we have. Those are two very good guys. You know, Lance McCullers was mm-hmm. good, but he had Tommy John. So uh, we'll see what he does next year. So uh, Wayne Miley, he's uh, he's been very good. He'll be their fourth starter. They need a fourth starter in the playoffs. So Wade Miley's been very good. So they not only made this move to win it this year, but they made it to... Have some insurance of next year. If they lose Garrett Cole, they've got Grinky there too. So and that's not they, uh, that's not bad. Move for multiple years. And do you think that the Diamondbacks made out okay with these prospects? Yeah, one of them is a hitter, Seth Beer. He's like in the top hundred. He's like ninety seventh or something. He's a big power hitter, so that's good. Uh, the other guy had Tommy John surgery. This other pitcher. So yeah, they, they did pretty well. They got a couple of prospects. They got four of them. One of them should be good. Maybe another one's okay. And you, so, and this was this is such an odd year, especially on the NL side, because you have so many teams who are just kind of average, but you, you know, hovering right around the 500 mark, but are still very much in contention for a wild card spot. So, do you buy? Do you sell? Um, and the Diamondbacks, to their credit, because they've been at that 500 level or 500 spot for a while now. And they said, you know what? We know we aren't going to make any significant headway in even if we get in the playoffs this year. Let's go ahead and build for the future. So I give the Diamondbacks credit because that, that can't be an easy decision to essentially throw in the towel when you have a shot to make the playoffs this year. 
Giants should have done what Arizona did. Yeah. And Arizona got, I got Mike Leak, starter from Seattle for a couple of years. Fatilla Spot, he's fine. He's an average pitcher at best. Mm-hmm. But they got a guy to fill a spot. But they, they, they did good. They did good. I mean, Grinky had a no trade clause with the Twins and like half the other teams in the league, Yankees. So it was kind of his call of where he wanted to go. But uh, as far as the Twins, I mean, people were upset. People were nervous because 3 o'clock went and the Twins didn't make a move. They traded for some minor league pitcher from the Brewers for money. That doesn't count. But fuckers, where I was following a Twins form, they were pissed off and said, if you care about this team, then I don't care about it either. Either if they're ready to call an end of this season because we didn't get a pitcher. Listen, I get, I, I get it, though. Grins, I get but it. Jesus Christ. And I'm like, I just hope they make a trade so I don't got to hear stacking bitch again <laughs> about uh, trade and shit. Uh, listen, Please make a move. This is... This is a team that is built to contend, and they can contend for a number of years. And I and I will say this about the Twins: I am glad that they didn't give up the farm for a prospect because they had a couple of uh, high prospects, high minor leaguers that they were unwilling to part with, and that's great. I'm fine with that. I don't want them to sacrifice so much of the future just to contend with this year when you have a whole like if if there were no other team that had really any chance if they if there was one move that the twins could make to make them world series favorites then i would be all for that but when you have the astros pre zach granke but now especially with granke when you have the the likes of the the yankees and and the red Sox are kind of in the mix the a's the indians the the rays all those teams it's, the Twins are just a very good team in a very challenging league. So I'm glad that they didn't sacrifice a whole lot. But this is a team that also can do some damage this year. So if they had done nothing, that would have pissed me off as well. Or that would have pissed me off probably even more. So, and and a, and a lot of other Twins fans. Like, this is the first good Twins team in a decade. And again, I will say this. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The poll ads, historically, a very cheap uh, ownership, you know, family. Uh, you know, they, they when their wallet opens, it squeaks because it very rarely opens up. And I know something about squeaky wallets here from time to time, though I've shelled out a little bit more money here uh, <laughs> lately. But. Um, they you know, did give Joe Mauer 184 million dollars. Well, so because he's a Minnesota boy, I mean that was the only that I will make an argument that that has almost more to do with them wanting ticket sales and people to come to the ballpark to see a Minnesota kid, a hometown product, than anything else. And the same thing, if they would have let him go, or they would have traded him to the Yankees or Boston, and yeah. all that stuff you just said, yeah. it's the same thing everybody else just said. All their yeah. seats. They can't win. If they don't pay their players, they're cheap. If they trade them, they're cheap. If they sign them, it's all they're just doing it because he's playing ball. I'm fine if they, they sign. I'm fine if they sign their player, but they just they need more than just one guy. This this is why this team is so much fun this year because it's not just one guy. It's all across the lineup. We've said it time and time again that this Twins lineup they're so dangerous one through nine. Uh, it was amazing that Arise had, what, two or three strikeouts against the Marlins on Tuesday oh. night because he very rarely ever strikes out. I mean, 
th- this team is just so good hitting and all you needed is a little added pitching, but something for years to come. And that's why this Dyson move is good. So I'm glad that the Twins did what they did. They bolstered their bullpen without having to sacrifice a lot. The future is very bright for this Minnesota team. And I think you could see them, maybe, am I, am I making too big of a bold proclamation that they could be players this winter to sign a decent uh, starting pitcher to their rotation? Because, or... Is there no good no no one gonna be out there? Garrett Cole, he's by far the best. Yep. There's Bumgardner, which whatever you think of him. And there's a bunch of dudes. Oda Rizzi's out there, I'd be fine bringing him back. Kyle yep. Gibson's out there. I'm trying to bring him back, that's fine. Michael Panetta's a free agent. Three four four three of their four three of their five starters are free agents, so I'd like to bring at least one or two of them back, so I'm yep. sure they'll sign somebody. Again, this was a bad year to be a buyer. Right. Because there wasn't there wasn't much out there. And the big pitches like Cinderguard or Baumgartner didn't go. Well, right, and that's because the Giants have made a significant run here lately. They're right back in the mix. They also got Scooter Gannett from the Cincinnati Reds, so I uh, whatever but then, but, then they, but then the Giants did let all their relievers go. They let Mark Bolland right. go to Atlanta. They let so they're like, again, they're kind of, well, we're going for it, but we're giving up our bullpen. Yep. No, I, I completely I completely get that. Okay. And, I, and I do, do one think... Or the other. Do one or the other. Right. And then, and then the Strowman thing, I mean, that, you know, the, for yeah. the Mets to get him, I mean, that that took a, a quality starting pitcher off the trade market very early yeah. in the process. And even Bauer going to Cincinnati, it's kind of a head-scratch move. Like... What is Bauer doing for the Reds? Like, what are the Reds looking for right now? So, you know, you did have two good starting pitchers dealt to teams that are, I'm sorry, not anywhere close to contending this year, even though they're probably only five, six games back of the wild card spot. Um, I don't know. It's just a, it, it was very interesting how this all went down. Uh, there are a number of- Reds for next year. They've got Bauer, they've mm-hmm. got Luis Castillo, who's excellent, and they've got Sonny Gray, who has turned his career around after a couple of terrible years. He's now yeah. good again. So their starting pitching is good. Their run differential is, is very good, and they're yep. still seven, eight games under five hundred somehow. Yep. And with, yep. With, 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 when, you, when you trade for Stroman or you trade for Bauer, you get them for next year, but also you get them for the last two months of this year. Yep. But like you said, it doesn't really matter because you get them for these next two months and they'll make 10 or 12 starts. But, they're, but it doesn't really matter. You're it looking, doesn't matter if you finish 12th or 5th or 10th. You're they're looking, not going to be in it. Yeah, you're looking at them for next year. Uh, and didn't I say, I remember last year, didn't I say that I was kind of buying the Reds and what they were doing and that the, they could be a team, an interesting team, uh yeah. Coming up, I don't know. Maybe next year that that that's the team that maybe surprises a few people. I don't know. A uh, lot of other moves were made. Um, like I say, this minor league prospect uh, trade. You know, this um, you know Zach Gallen for the Marlins trading him to the the Diamondbacks for shortstop prospect Jazz Chillum. Uh, we'll see. Believe it or not, Zach, he's black. Yeah, I see a picture of him. So, Jazz Chisholm is a black man. <laughs> thank you. <Believe> that or <laughs> thank you for pointing that out. Uh, so, any other any other 
trade deadline stuff that we need to talk about. You can look it up. I like what Tampa Bay does. Yes, I yes. Like, yep. I always like what Tampa Bay does. Goddamn, I love Tampa yep. Bay. Yep. Uh, let's uh, I, I think I hated them. Like, well, back in the college days, you were on Tampa Bay, and I didn't like, fuck Tampa Bay. Yep. Now, I, 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 was, I liked them at the beginning of the year. They won 90 games last year. They were still in the mix. I like what they did. They got Jesus Aguilar from Milwaukee, who yep. was good last year, who was terrible to start the first two or three months. Now he's turned it around a little bit. So. For Jake Faria, uh, they get in. They got infielder Eric Sogard from the Blue Jays for two players to be named. Uh, I like the bullpen guy, but I like they got this uh, in Anderson from the Marlins. They got a bullpen guy named Anderson from the Marlins. He was with the Twins last year. Never played with the Twins. He was in AAA. Okay. Had good numbers. Twins traded him for some guy who's doing very poorly at the moment in the minor leagues. I have no idea why the Twins got rid of this guy. Miami calls him up. The strikeout numbers are big. He's done fantastic. That was the guy that I would have loved to have gotten. Mm -hmm. I don't know why the Twins got rid of him for nothing last year in the winter so Tampa Bay gets him he was somebody that I really would have wanted so good job for Tampa Bay how rating first baseman some bullpen pieces I thought they did a good job yep also Chris Martin we mentioned the Braves bolstering their bullpen with uh, Shane Green from the from Detroit they got uh, Chris Martin from Texas so that's good as well for them so the Braves look good by the way the Braves visit Target Field here leave in a, in a couple of weeks so that uh, next week huh? next week there we go so that's a that's definitely something to look at there. Um, so overall, big picture, uh, who who are your – give me two or three winners from the trade deadline. Braves and Nationals made a lot of moves. That doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be good. Right. You could say the same thing about the Giants and the Reds then too for that matter. They both have three relievers. We'll see how they do. They got Shane Green. Um, but again, I like what Tampa Bay did. Everybody likes what Houston did. Yep. I mean, the Twins were fine. I mean, they had one one scenario or one piece to get, and they got two veteran relievers. That's what we would get. Two guys. They didn't yep. get a starter. Starting pitching's been good. They got two bullpen guys. So now we've got. We feel confident with the bullpen. Uh, so so yes. we feel good with that. I think they did fine. But there, there wasn't that guy out there. there I, don't, I don't know if they didn't miss on anybody. Right. There was talk of Syndergaard, and that didn't happen. Strowman, that didn't happen. There wasn't that big bullpen guy that, that ended up moving. Well, I think I'd say Shane Green. I'd say arguably Shane Green to Atlanta is good. The That's game. why I'm going to put. I'm also going to put the Indians just because of what they were able to get. Getting, uh, you know, Reyes Puig from. And yep, and uh, and Puig. That's. That's definitely going to help them, and they are showing that, hey, yes, we are in it to win it this year. Or not remains to be seen, like I say, that no. the Indians' schedule gets diff- more difficult. The Twins' schedule gets far easier, especially the last two weeks of the season when you get the Tigers, the White Sox, and the Royals. Oh, God, I mean, that's just fantastic for the Twins. They got, they, they got to within a game. Twins are up uh, three, three nothing. games now. They're up 3-0 this one, Cleveland. I saw they're up 3-1 against Houston. Houston but just think, uh, got a bases clearing double. It's 4-3. So let's say they're up by four at the end of the night. I think people have finally calmed down a little bit. 
people people were in a panic fuckers were in a panic yes yes we were as we've talked about for a couple weeks now fuckers were very emotional about this lead with 60 games to come I'm like this guys schedule's gonna flip twins are gonna pick it up again Cleveland's not gonna be beating shit out of uh, the Tigers anymore so let's just kind of People were pissed when 3 o'clock was here and we didn't make a move and then 3.15 come. Well, we did make a move and now we're happy about that. So I would preach patience and I think things are going to be fine. Let's forecast this out a little. What do the Twins need to do? I'm just uh, talking about for for the playoffs here now because the Indians have gotten better, of course. The the Yankees, the the Astros are, are really good. Now... The I believe it's the uh, the Astros have the best record in the American League right now at sixty nine and thirty nine. But game game better than the Yankees. If the Twins would have won that crazy game last week on Tuesday night, mm-hmm. they'd be tied the Yankees. Well, the poor game. Yep. But but the Yankees, their start like we say their starting rotation has not been great as of late. They they lost three of four against the Red Sox over the weekend. The Astros are in a fairly difficult division in the West. You know, Anna or the the Angels and the Rangers have fallen back a little bit, but the Astros are still good. The, the Twins get to feast on the Royals, the White Sox, and the Tigers a bunch of times here between now and the end of September. There's no reason to be, to think that they can't get to that the best record in the American League. So if they got that, that's ultimately I think the the best yeah. that's what we want at this point now right because then they would get the wild card so i think they're in in all honesty you're looking at the the astros as world series favorites the yankees as potential world series favorites in the american league but the twins if they can, and that's why the i when i mentioned that they play the royals the tigers and the white Sox these last the, the last two weeks of the season those games are incredibly important for the twins because they could still have a chance to win home field advantage he have to play against the Rays and the Red Sox, most likely. The the Astros are going to have a, a few tough series in there. The Twins have got to treat all of these games against these worthless opponents very as, as if they're absolutely critical because they still have an opportunity to play against either the Indians or the Astros. And I will take playing the Indians or the Astros in a in a best of five series in the playoffs. I'll take my I'll take my odds or take my chances with it. I said the Indians are the, I'm sorry, the Athletics. That's what I meant. The A's. Athletics or Boston or Tampa or anybody anybody besides fucking Houston and New York. So so if we're forecasting this, the Twins have positioned themselves to do that. Do we think that they can still get that? Or are the Astros and the Yankees just too good right now for the Twins to be able to, to catch them for that home field advantage? They have a very easy schedule. they got to go on another run. They were, what, 40 and 18. If they can do something like that, if they can get on another run, if they win tonight at 5 or 6, if they win tomorrow, they won 6 or 7, you're going to have to win 100 games. If you yep. want to beat the Yankees, you're going to have to win 100 games. Yep. It's possible, not likely. I think it's at least get home field against New York, if you could do that. I would say concentrate on being better than the Yankees right now, getting home field. And then if you got that, then maybe shoot for Houston but they don't play Houston anymore. They don't play the Yankees anymore, so they can't catch them that way. 
and um, build against the Yankees in this series. The Yan- I don't, I don't, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I mean, hopefully the Yankees. I, I want the Yankees to get the one seed. I wanted that so we could play Houston, but now it's like, yeah, I'd rather play the Yankees. So yep. let's. Let's take our chances with the team we can never beat. Well, let's. let's well, ultimately, yeah. I think we'd much rather have the uh, the wild card than anything here. Um, yeah. Right now, the the Twins are three games back of the Astros. I'm looking at the the Yankees schedule here, and they do have a four game series with Cleveland in the middle of August. You have Boston. You have another four game series against Boston. You have two against Tampa. It was not, but I mean, there there are certainly there op there there is an opportunity for the Twins. I'll I'll say that. Oh, they have to play the Dodgers three times at the end of August. They have to play the A's. So yeah, this is not an easy schedule by any stretch. I don't know what the Yankees are going to do with this starting rotation. Masahiro Tanaka would have gave up nine runs in the first inning the other night to Boston. Yeah. Uh, the Twins, uh, Domingo Herman's been their best pitcher. Their best pitcher, Luis Severino, has been out all year. He pitched the, uh, I think he pitched the one-game playoff two years ago against the Twins. Jay Happ is shit and garbage. I don't know, I don't know why they didn't get a starting pitcher. I am none concerned about their starters. We may have to score 12 runs a game to beat this goddamn team, but we're capable of doing that, obviously. Yep. So, starting pitching advantage, Twins. Offense, give it a push, I guess. Bullpen, Yankees are better. So, if the Twins can get a lead, good. If not, they're kind of screwed. But I would say this is the best chance they've had of beating the Yankees in this in this run. Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely... I definitely agree with that. Again, three games separate the Astros, the Yankees, and the Twins. So uh, I'm going to try and pull up the Astros schedule here to see, you know, what what they have that might trip them up. Um, and they're helping the Twins out here. They're beating Cleveland. Hopefully, they can sweep Cleveland. Twins can sweep Miami, and we can be five games up by two o'clock tomorrow. Yes, it would. Ultimately, who would you like? Again, we have. We have who would you like to see? play in the wild card game. I don't want to see Boston. Boston scares me. Tampa doesn't really scare me. I would say it's it's probably between Tampa. Tampa's in there for sure and then Cleveland or Oakland. I don't want to see Boston in there. Who are the two wild cards you would like to see? I'd like to see Tampa and Oakland, the two smallest of markets. I would like to see Cleveland play Tampa Bay. I'd like to see what Cleveland could do against Houston. I'd like to see what Tampa Bay could do against Houston. So, that's what I want to see. Kepler home run, boom. Garver hit a home run, boom. So, I want to hit 300 home runs. The record's 267, 268. Don't crush it. I want to hit 300. There are two, what, they're about 210 right now, coming up on 208, 210. They're on pace. They're, to keep, they're, they're on pace. i got to keep doing this. Um, Very excited. Kepler might hit 40. Boomstick was Boomstick was the, uh, the player of the week last, for God's sakes, three-in-one game. Just beating the hell out of the ball. So, very fun to watch. We're, we're done with the trade. This is what the team's going to be. So, we can sit back, enjoy these last two months, and meet the hell out of Cleveland a couple more times. 
try and race down the Yankees, try and race down Houston. I'm just looking at Houston's schedule right now. They get to play Seattle and Colorado and Baltimore and the White Sox coming up. They have to play Oakland. It looks like two more four-game series with them. They have the the Royals coming up here. They have they have to go to Toronto. I mean, the Mariners a bunch, the Angels a bunch. They have a two game series with Milwaukee. We'll see what happens there. A three game series with Tampa Bay. I mean that it seems easy. it seems very very easy here for them. So yeah, I don't. I we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, but uh, anything. <laughs> Yeah. 2002 was a very fun season because they finally were good. 01, they were good but didn't make the playoffs. 02, they won the division and they went on their run. This is probably the one, this is this might be the most fun season because of the way they are. Yep. The, these are the 98 Vikings. Yes. Probably in very similar to that team, but these are the 98 Vikings. Um, this is the greatest power hitting lineup ever. It's factual. It's it's weird to say. But it's factual. There's no Hall of Famers on this team. But it's the greatest power hitting lineup that there's been. They still have the record for slugging. They still have a good margin there. All the, all the power categories, mm-hmm. they're still on pace to break those. So this, it's weird to say Garver hits a double, uh, almost a double. Like, Jesus Christ, this is so goddamn fun to watch. It is. Yeah, they know they are they are incredibly fun to watch, and like I say, I've watched more baseball this year than I have probably the last two or three years combined, and it's okay. it's entirely because of just how fun it is to watch this team and know that they're going to be able to put up runs. You know, yes, the one is can you please be a little more efficient and get through like six or seven innings without throwing a hundred pitches. It always seems like there's at least one or two innings where they have to throw 20 or 25 pitches, and it's it's not great. But Brios is really the only guy you could count on. I think he'll Brios can maybe go eight innings tonight. Pineda right. went seven the other night, I think. But Odorizzi is at most a six inning pitcher for the most part. So and I think I haven't looked at the numbers, but I would guess from what it was earlier in the season. This year's the first year that the average starting pitcher is throwing less than six innings. I think we're just going to keep going in that direction. Yep. So. Well, let's see. So baseball stuff there. Uh, training camps are going on in the NFL. A.J. Green is going to be missing some significant time. The Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver hurt his ankle at uh, practice. The University of Dayton Stadium players A.J. Green. Uh, not what players are not happy about the, the surface there, so that's not great. Did you hear Michael Thomas, Saints wide receiver, also a wide receiver picked after Laquan Treadwell, just got a five-year, hundred million dollar deal. So congrats to him. Uh, let's see. How serious is that? What's that? Tyree Kill got hurt. Who's no. home run? Rosario home run six nothing. Woo! Miami. Um, oh, by the way, I can't even watch the Twins anymore because Dish and yeah. Fox and Sling and Fox Sports uh, are having a disagreement. It sounds like potentially Dish might not ever add Fox Sports back. That would suck. Um, I got to think they'll eventually come to some sort of agreement because, but 
I don't know. It sounds like Fox Sports being awfully petty. Go figure. Something with Fox. I saw that. Like, the one guy said that they're never coming back. is like, fuck you. My parents have to have dish. It's like, well, and maybe switch to DirecTV or something. And they know that they could potentially lose people, but they want to lower cost. Like, okay, you better do it or add the ACC network for me. Something. I mean. Oh, I- the ACC network. Take off the NFL network for me, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Give that up. I've got what I have. I have Mitko. Sioux Fall, they have Mitko. Mitchell, Mitko. So, yeah, we've got it. And um, Fox Sports Go, uh, that's very good. Um, but I think you can use that in this dispute. So. You you can't you can't even use it because it's tied together oh, with, with your with your oh, television package. So yeah, that really sucks. So we'll, we'll monitor that because I was looking. I mean, because Dish has internet and they have security. So I was looking to maybe bundle everything when we move to St. Cloud. Now I have to think of other options potentially if this dispute doesn't get resolved here soon. Well, here's the deal. I have MLB TV. I've had it for a few years now. I love it. Much. I got Tampa Bay, Boston on my one TV. I got Twins Miami on the center TV. And obviously the Twins are blacked out for me. I can't watch the Twins. I can watch the replay once they upload the game hours later. But in this dispute, you sh- you can't, but you should be able to watch the Twins on MLB TV because you can't watch them on your regular TV. Right. They should, should be an option if you are a, uh, a, a dish customer. Should or sling, so that sucks. Um, that uh, the NFL Hall of Fame game is on Thursday night. Falcons oh, and Buccaneers or Broncos, excuse me. Um, woohoo! NFL Hall of Fame is this weekend. Yay! Um, Who the Vikings play next Friday? Uh, I think they do. I think they play the Saints. They play the goddamn Saints. Yep. Yep. Fair race. Yep. Um, Marcus posted a tweet. There's a two-minute video from Twitter. The, the last five Saints playoff game losses Excruciating? are just delicious. Yes. They're just delicious. Have you seen this video? Uh, I have not. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the five losses now. Um, last year was the Rams. Yep. yep. The, 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 great. the previous year, of course, was the, the Minneapolis Miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, God. There was a... Uh, there, was, was one of them the Bears? Are we going back that far? No, I, I don't know. There was one. One of them was... I'm missing one of them. One of them was a game against San Francisco and like... Oh, yes! Uh, or 2012? Yes, yes. Yep, I, I... Oh, was it that? Was it... That was a good game. I, and then it was the Marshawn Lynch game where Marshawn it was 34-30. Marwin Gonzalez, get up, get up, get out. No, it's a double. Um, so no, get your fat ass around third. <laughs> no, he's gonna be out by ten feet. So don't don't kill yourself there. And Gonzalez, Turn around. Gonzalez. go back. What a fucking mess the goddamn play this is. How are you? Are you watching this? I can't. I can't. I have dish. Oh. <laughs> right, so oh, so, rub salt in the wound. Why don't you? <laughs> and then, and then the Marshawn Lynch game. There's like three minutes left. It yeah, was thirty-four thirty. If the Saints stop him, they've got a chance with anyone on that sixty-yard run where he grabbed his dick before he went in the end zone. Um, that one. Then there's one more in there somewhere. So I thought those were just yes, just fantastic, fantastic. F you Saints forever and yep. for always. Yep. Yep. No, no doubt about it. Absolutely. Uh, so we'll, we'll maybe talk some more NFL as preseason 
kind of gets into full gear. Haven't heard much out of Vikings training camp, so that's great. Um, do want to mention, though, quick, uh, unless you have anything else that you want to discuss, but the Jackrabbits seem to be getting a lot of high uh, high praise and stuff. A lot of people seem to think that they might be the team to beat at the FCS level this year. I think that's awfully dangerous considering the Bison win it all the time. I mean, it's death taxes and Bison uh, f- football winning national championships. But the, the Jackrabbits seem to have a pretty good team here, that at least some people think. Well, everybody in the back except the quarterback, right? You got running backs are good, receivers are great. Yep. Defense. I think they had to replace like sixty percent of the offensive line, but the 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 presumed starters have had starting experience, so that's great. I think they're going to stay within two touchdowns of Minnesota. Obviously, I want to think about go for athletics and football. I'm telling you right now, I think if Minnesota beats Nebraska, they win the Big Ten West. That's my prediction for the year. Yeah. I mean, I think I think both. Like, they're only, what, second preseason in some poll? Yeah. Like, they're not NDSU, but you're taking one of the top five best FCS teams and you're putting them against, I will graciously call Minnesota the seventh best Big Ten team, and that's for for me pushing it. (laughs) Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Nebraska. Iowa? I forgot Iowa. Iowa, Northwest. I mean, generously, I'll put them at 7th or 8th, for Christ's okay. win, win seven games, please. Show me something and, and don't go 6-6. Six six. Who, the Gophers? Oh, the, the Gophers are going 11-1, and one, man. Win seven. Oh, for <laughs> Shit. Okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk golfers and more college football later. But I just uh, we can we yeah. can go we can switch back to the Jackrabbits. I'm just saying that I I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of people you know from bold predictions that oh you know like not that Jacksonville State's going to win their conference and that NDSU is going to win their conference. Let's come out with some bold predictions. So, you know, some people have said you know the the one article SDSU is going to win it all. But then you see you know, like how many players are on these all. FCS teams and the and the the Jacks have five on any of the three teams. I think NDSU had four. Like the Jackrabbits had five players. That was the most of any school in FCS out of all these preseason teams. So yeah, I think like this, I it's it's going to be interesting. They made the semifinals two years in a row. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Nats. Yeah, they're the they are the best team outside of NDSU over the last decade at the FCS yeah, level. What, seven years in a row they made the playoffs. Yeah, I mean James Madison yeah, has the yeah. one national championship to show for it, and James Madison's really good. But they haven't put the together the consistent run that the Jackrabbits have. The problem with the Jacks is that they've always run into NDSU, except for two years ago when Noah was born. And they played James Madison, and James Madison was the best team that year. James Madison ultimately lost to NDSU. But, I mean, James Madison was really, really good that year, and the Jacks had to go to uh, James Madison. So that that that's difficult there. But, um, yeah, I mean, th- this is a really good team. I just, I'm a little surprised. That, like, we knew that SDSU was going to be good, but without Taron Christian, 
you know, how how are people going to respond to them? And it seems like they a, a lot of people really like them. The just the main question is the quarterback. But when you have a supporting cast like Kay Johnson and Pierre Strong Jr., I think this is going to make for an awfully intriguing football season. Jaboy Gibbs will see what he can do. If he's the man, that'll be nice. I think he'll be the guy. So, well, he's a retro freshman? I think so, yeah. So, he's got a chance here. If he, um, what, it was Ryan Berry, who was very good. Mm-hmm. Austin Sumner, who was excellent. Yeah. Terry Christian was better than all of them. Yeah. And um, we'll see what Jabori gives. See what he's he's got. Um, but yeah, I, I think they can. I mean, they're going to go in there. They're going to obviously try to win that game against Minnesota. They always play pretty well against their their FBS team. And I think they can get, they can say within two touchdowns. I mean, Minnesota again. I always say, who the fuck's the quarterback? Nobody knows. It's great because it's going to be on FS1. I can actually watch the Jacks if I don't go to the game. Because you know what? I'm probably not going to be able to go because I'm not going to be in St. Cloud at that point. If I was in St. Cloud, I think I would go. That right. Yep. So I'm, I am I have no concerns about the go. I'm sure the Gophers will win. But if we go to, I'm not. But the, let's play a football game and see what the score is. We'll see. Indeed. Anything else before we uh, wrap it up? Well, I hope everyone enjoyed our trade deadline uh, talk here, and uh, we'll uh, be we'll be back next week. Maybe a little more college football talk, or a little more football talk sprinkled in here. As of course, like I say, training camps get started for college football. Training camps are always starting in the NFL, so should be should be good to talk about. Uh, so have a great rest of your week, my friend, and we'll uh, we'll chat next week. All right. We'll see you later. Travis Krenz join us here. Appreciate his time and perspective. As always, hopefully everyone enjoyed our trade deadline discussion. And, uh, yeah, pretty much is a wrap on the show. Dog's barking. And uh, with that being said, thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. We're shifting away from iTunes. Just... Uh, podcasts, I believe, .com is the site. But certainly follow us on Twitter at Andy Stack and at Travis Grins, Facebook, Nathan Stack, and the link to the podcast posted middle to later part of each week. Of course, this one's a later because of the trade deadline. But with that being said, thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast, and we hope you tune in again next week for another edition Nathan Stack and saying thank you. So for Travis and Nathan, I'm Nathan, of course. Thank you for listening to this week's edition. Hopefully you, uh, you know, go Twins, go Jacks. Talk to you next week. Sports Block Podcast.